Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. Okay, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِفَتَاهُ لَا أَبْرَحُ حَتَّى أَبْلُغَ مَيْ أَبْلُغَ مَيْ مَعَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ أَوْ أَمْضِيَ حُقُوبًا So this is a story of Musa al and I explain the context. And one thing also is Quranic way is when you teach through the stories, then the wisdoms become much deeper in the mind. You can through the story, you can, and also stories can teach you so many things. When somebody puts something in the formulas, you learn some certain formulas. When you teach, learn something from the story, then you can have so many angles. Same story from so many angles. So for example, if somebody teaches you in Surah Yusuf, there are 100 lessons. And he puts the points. Just get the 100 points. But if you read Surah Yusuf, every time you keep learning more and more things, more and more new lessons. So that is the beauty of the story. Quranic way, and actually not Quranic way, always the way of the wisdom always have been to learn the wisdom through the stories. Not the, through the statements and the formulas. Uh, that I can say, like, you know, Indian stories, Kalila Vadimna, have you learned this thing? Kalila Vadimna is a famous Indian story, which was done, you know, translated into Persian, from Persian it went to Arab people, and they translated, very famous. So many wisdom, but all stories, just through the stories, through the stories, they can teach you so many things. The people in the past always teach us through the story. It is only Greek time when they started teaching through the formula, and statement, and definition, and, you know, concepts rather than the story. For example, in the past, if you ask anybody what justice means, so he will tell you few stories of the just people. So you know what justice means. But now Greek people's way is no. Justice has to be defined. What justice means. Not through the stories. But in the past, whenever people used to teach, like patience, sabr. If people want to teach you patience and sabr, they will tell you the stories of few people who are patient and they become successful. So you learn properly. If they want to teach you, don't lie. Lie is harmful. They will narrate to you stories of the many, many stories which can help you. But Greek way has been no, no story. Just no, just simple statement. Don't lie. Lie is harmful. They don't make any impact. Stories always actually teach you much, much deeper and much better way. So Allah SWT is teaching the wisdom through the stories. The stories of Musa, Islam, Ibrahim, Islam, all the prophets, and many, many other stories. So this also is one of the story here. The white Qala Musa. Remember when Musa said, Lifatahu to his young man. In Arabic language, people use fata for many meanings. The real meaning of fata is young man. Something like 18, 19, up to 20, 25, 30, something like that. That's fata. Young man. That we can see people of the cave, they are young people. Fityatun. Um, Ibrahim al Islam, when he was a teenager. He was fata, young man. That is meaning. And also what happens is, when people used to have slave, they used to like slave to be young. They can serve you. So that's why fata also means the slave. Because the slave is the one who used to help you when he's young. Fata can also mean servant. People get a servant. And fata also can mean student. Because when people come to learn from you, usually they are young. Young age, they come to learn from you. So here when Musa said to his fata, who is this fata? So, though some people think he must be his servant or slave, but what I prefer actually is 
Fatah is not referred to uh, the man as servant or slave here, rather as a student. So there was Yusha who became later prophet. He used to accompany Musa and follow him all the time to learn from him. So now when the Musa is going for a travel journey to learn himself, he wants his student to accompany him. So he also can learn and serve Musa al -Islam. So that's what Fatah means. So we can, I will translate Fatah here as a student. When Musa said to his student, La abrahu hatta abluga. La abrahu means, I la abrahu amshi. I will continue traveling. I will continue walking until I reach Majma al Bahrain. You know, the, the meeting point of the two seas. Where the two seas meet, I reach that point. I will walk many, many years. Hukub, they say, at least means 80 years or something like that. So I keep walking until many, many years. So you can see what will happen is So Musa al-Islam, kind of Sahih Bukhari, he gave the speech and then Allah SWT wanted to tell him, you can learn something from one of my slaves, you know, little bit far away from you. And where you can, Musa al-Islam is so keen to learn. So he asked Allah SWT where to meet that person. Allah said you will meet him on the meeting point of the two sea. That's where you can meet. Musa also, Musa is so, I, can say, I, I love really the, this story for one thing especially because Musa is a great prophet, a great messenger and talks to Allah SWT still is so keen to learn. In our time, this is not more, no more there. People don't want to learn really. Especially when people study in the madrasa and they become alim, they don't want to learn. They stop their learning. Why Musa al-Islam, you can see he's a prophet, a messenger, learns from Allah directly. But when he gets any new knowledge, he wants to take it. So he asked Allah where to meet, meet this man. Allah said, you will see him in the meeting point of two seas, where two seas meet. You can see him. Then Musa Islam asked him, what will be the sign? So Allah told him the sign will be, take a, a, take a fish with you. Take, take a fish in a container with water properly. A fish will not remain alive unless there is water. So Allah SWT told Musa Islam to take a fish in a container and when, where the fish disappears, that is the place where you will meet this man. That was the sign. And then Musa Islam, when he left, he also took some provision because he traveling for a long journey. So he took food and you know proper preparation, something else to eat. That's what he did. That what makes, seems to be more likely. That fish was for sign. He, he kept the fish in a container with water to make it alive and he travels with that and the sign is when the fish disappears that is the place where he is going to meet this man. Then he has got something else that the food which he is going to eat when he needs. Some people have mixed between both of the things. Some people think he prepared fish to eat and Allah has told him that you know your, break, your, your, your food, you know the fish, when a fish disappears and goes in the sea that time when you meet uh, this man. And when Musa asked you know, his servant or his student, you know, bring my, my morning food, I'm hungry. So he said, you know, how can I bring? That fish actually disappeared. That actually does not make sense. And also, not, neither in Hadith, neither in the Quran, anywhere is that the fish was the breakfast. Fish, fish was his food. And also think really, when Allah SWT told him, that your sign is that you take the fish and where fish disappears, that is the place where you meet. So certainly Musa Islam is going to keep the fish. He's not going to eat it. If he eats the fish, how can he find the person? So we have to make both separately. Fish was in a container alive, you know, and he must have put water as well because he wants to keep it alive. 
that was uh, that fish was for another purpose. Purpose was when the fish jumps from the container and goes in the sea. That is the place where he is going to meet this man. Then beside that, uh, if, uh, Musa al Islam also took some provision, some food for eating. So both are two different things, and some people have mixed them. And the thing actually, the fish which jump in the sea, it was his own food. It was cooked, and it actually by miracle it it jump. There is no need for this miracle. Is it clear? So we are assuming here two things. One is the fish in a container, and one is the food separate from that. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said to him that he meet there. Musa al Islam is so keen to this meet this person. He said that he he expressed this and. In the Quran, does not mention any part of the story unnecessarily. Why Quran mention this thing here? This Musa said to his 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 student, "I will keep walking, keep moving, keep traveling until I reach to the point how I will travel for many many years, many many decades." Why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mention this this part of the story to tell you how happy Musa is in journey, how he, how how he feels, he is so happy for this journey, he is so keen to meet this person. You know, he said, "You know, this journey, I don't care. Even if it takes me many, many years, I want to meet the person." Think really. This really tells you that when you learn, this how is how you learn. You know, hukum means many, many years, many, many decades, eighty years, or maybe more than that. Yeah, I can spend you know more than that. That I will keep moving. Let me see what hukum means. They, they said, "Yeah, hukum." They said, "Zamanun asanatan, eighty years, or zamanun tabir, long time." So this actually tells you that how keen he is for the knowledge. In our time, you know, it is so difficult for people to come. You know, no doubt, it's a big thing. Come for the one day course and things like that. But imagine, but Musa Islam, he is a prophet, a messenger, whole nation. But he just want he is so keen to learn. Even he want to spend eighty years just for traveling. Can we think for for that to spend eighty years for traveling? But Musa Islam is keen to spend eighty years just in traveling to meet this person. So happily he goes. So he said to his young man that I will keep traveling, keep moving. I not will not stop my journey until I reach the point where the two seas meet. Who are which are these two seas are? We actually don't know really. There can be more than one places in Jordan or in Egypt. More likely not to so far as Jordan. Maybe some places in Egypt where the seas meet. And where actually the Musa himself passed by later on. So it could be nearer place, not very very far away. So I will keep moving, keep traveling until I reach the meeting point of the two seas. How oh, I will travel for many many. How in Arabic language here means elaan. How hattaan. I will keep traveling until you know I pass in many many years. Then I don't don't worry about that. Falamma balaga majma'a baynihima nasiyahutahuma. When both of them reach to that place. Where they were supposed to meet this man, meeting point of the two seas, they could see that nasiya hota huma. They forgot their fish, the fish that they have taken, and they used to have, they they must have an eye upon that, because you know the Allah Subhanahu wa Taala told him the sign that where the fish jumps from the container and goes in the sea, that is the place you going to meet the person. So what it means? It means that both of them must have an eye upon the fish. Because the fish is the sign, but when they came to that place, both of them they did not they forgot the, to to have an eye upon the sea. So, nasiya hu tohma does not mean they left the fish. Meaning in nasiya taa taa hu taa hu means when you take care. 
that they used to have all the time an eye on the fish. Now they forgot to have an eye upon the fish. Allah SWT made them to forget that they did not keep their eye on the fish. فَاتَّخَذَ سَبِيلَهُ فِي الْبَحْرِ سَرَبَ Then the fish made its way in the sea swiftly. Saraba means when something goes inside easily. The Saraba. Swiftly it made its way in the sea. So that's what happened. The meaning is when they came to the place, they did not know this is the place. And they were resting. When they were resting, the student, you know, Yusha, he was still awake. And what he saw suddenly, because he had to keep an eye on the fish all the time, but he forgot. He saw that somehow fish actually swiftly made its way in the sea. And he forgot that. It made its way in the sea swiftly. When Musa and his young man, or the student, both passed that place. When they passed, they left Majmal Bahrain in behind. Then Musa said to his student, Give me my morning food. So, Gada in Arabic language comes for the morning food. You can breakfast, can be anything early morning food. There is Gada. So, you can see Musa traveling all the time, all the time. Now he become hungry. So, he said, Bring me my morning food, my food. This makes very clear that to make arrangement for your travel journey is actually not against your piety. People should make arrangement. Allah SWT way always in the world is that do as much as you can do for anything. When you want to do something, make all the proper arrangement. Now you want to do travel journey, make proper arrangement. You know, you are how you going to travel by aeroplane, you have to buy the ticket. You know, you have to reserve your seat, all those things. Then food, whatever arrangement you need, make arrangement properly. If you're traveling by the car, same arrangement. By train, similar arrangement. By walking, similar arrangement. And think really what you're going to eat, where you're going to eat. All the arrangements properly should be planned. Allah will like that. One of the problem of the Muslims in the world is no planning. They don't think about, about future. They don't plan properly. They don't make all the arrangements. So like for example, one the good example that I, uh, uh, this, that I always give actually is that, that you know, this all, you know, Arab Spring thing. You know, the way it happened in Tunisia, in Libya, in Egypt, in Syria, and now in Iraq and everywhere, there never have been a plan. People never sat together with them that what is the move that we have to take, what will be the consequences, where it is going to lead, nothing. Just they, you know, there's something they started without knowing anything. Not knowing where, where the events are going to lead, you know, just uh, they rebuild, so like Syria. This basically example is like, you know, it's give a child a, a key to drive the car and he does not know how to drive the car. He does not know where to start or how to stop. So tell me when he starts the engine and he puts in the gear and the car moves, what will happen? Accident. He does not know how to stop. Now we people started all this thing, you know, in our, our, our country. Without thinking really what will the consequences, how many people are going to kill and how we are going to get a victory and if we differ from among each other, how are we going to make it in unity. Now for example in Syria so, so many groups are fighting. The wisdom would have been if you wanted to rebel, first make you know, proper you know, any, any one group, one jama'a, make a leader and also make very clear if difference happens how we are going to solve the problem to always keep the unity. 
But what happens to never made effort. There are so many gurus emerged at the same time. And many times only these groups they fight each other. They're not thinking. You know, if they have been united, it would have been much, much easier to get rid of Pasharasad, long time ago, really. But so much energy, so much life has been lost just by fight, fighting against each other. And it's still going on. No, no thinking. This really is not Islamic way. Islam, Allah SWT has made the world like that. that. The believers, no doubt believers don't have proper knowledge. Human beings don't have full knowledge. You don't have full knowledge. You don't have full power. Allah has full power and Allah has full knowledge. But you have to make arrangement according to your knowledge, proper arrangement. And according to your power. Do as the best as you can do. And then trust in Allah SWT. Now Musa is traveling you know, for, so, for a long distance. He made arrangement. He had breakfast, you know, he has food, what he can eat, proper arrangement, how to sleep, what to do, all arrangements properly, and then he travels. When the Prophet did Hijrah from Makkah to Medina, he made arrangement. How to go to eat, and he arranged Salaam of Abuqa Siddiq, who is to bring the news and also the food. So he made arrangement how to do. When the Prophet was traveling from Medina to Makkah for Hajj, he made arrangement what to eat. When the companions used to go for any jihad, they used to take the food as much as they can carry. Always they, they used to make arrangements properly. And if they have to stay longer than that, sometimes difficulty used to happen. And Allah SWT used to help them. But first condition is that people must make proper arrangement. Somebody came to Muhammad Rahimullah and said to him that I am going for you know, Hajj and uh, I am in, in Tawakul Allah Ta'ala. Trust in Allah SWT. And don't take any food, no provision, nothing. Just trust in Allah SWT. Ta'ala. Muhammad said, No, take some food. And they trust in Allah SWT. He said, No, Tawakul, no food, nothing. Humber said, you know, don't go with the caravan, go alone. He said, no, I must go with the people. Humber said, then your trust in Allah, your trust in the people. You are basically thinking, when the time of food will come, people will feed you. You are not trusting Allah So keep in mind, really, when the believers don't make arrangements properly, they don't trust in Allah, then they trust in the people. Like our time, now Muslims, in Arab countries, everywhere, their eyes, if America can help us. Now we have some point if America can help us. But think why America is going to help you. So think properly. When you plan, why did not you plan? If you cannot do yourself, then don't do. If in the, uh, 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 in, in, the, in the middle you need America's help, then it basically should not have done. It means you are not ready. Do and trust in Allah and yourself. If America only will do things which are in America's interest. Simple in this world, nobody does anything unless they have their own interest. America is not going to do things which are in, a, in, in the interest of a serious, but not in American interest. America always will look at every issue from its own angle. Simple thing matter. Like this country, but, and there should be. In a, you know, this country will only do anything which is in the interest of the people of this country. Indian people do things which are in their interest. In the Middle East, whatever problem happening is, America only will do things which are in American interest. America is not going to do things which are your interest, but not in interest of America. Simple thing. So when you started something, why did not you plan properly? If you could not do your on your own, and if you need American help, you should not have done. Or at least you should have made America to promise you it's going to help you. You started on in middle way, now you want America to help you. And so many lives have been killed. Not proper planning. Really. But thinking, thing is, Muslim, we Muslims don't plan. And Allah SWT wants us to plan properly. Make proper planning and proper arrangement. And then trust in Allah SWT. He wants your son to become doctor. So what is the way? Make planning. To become doctor what he needs, which school is the best, and then start from there. And trust in Allah SWT, it will happen one day. 
But if you don't make any planning, just you, your doc, son become doctor. It's not going to happen. You have to plan and you have to make arrangements for, for, for that. Then something will happen. This actually what all the prophets and messengers that they have done properly. They, they do this properly. They arrange properly. They plan properly. And they trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then it happens. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not our slave. Allah is the master. Do what he commands. Don't think I will do something and Allah will come in between to help me. It's not. When you start something, you start when he commands you to start. We are Allah's slave. We have to listen to him. These mistakes keep happening in the Muslim world all the time really. That we don't plan properly, we don't make full arrangement and we do start things from anywhere. Nothing happens. For 200 years, in these last 200 years, the sacrifices that Muslims have done, the Muslims never made so much sacrifices in the history as they did in these last 200 years. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.